Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The offseason's rolling. Teoscar trade. Tyler Anderson. Rizzo. Award season. Players only. Into Turkey Day? Are you nuts? Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek. Use code TALKIN'. Download the SeatGeek app. Trevor Plouffe, BBD on the ones and tunes. Tunes, myself, Jake Stromboli. James O'Brien, my good friend. John Boy, as you may know him on Instagram. He is on his way to San Francisco because Aaron Judge is out there. Trying to recruiting? recruit? I don't know. There's a lot of lot. It's rumor season, Trev. Uh, and the rumor is you're looking good in that white talking baseball hoodie, my good man. How are you doing? We have a big sale on our shop right now, up to seventy five percent off select items. Oh, Ad. How about it? No, dude. Listen, I'm doing great. I came on here. I looked at you. I couldn't get the vibe. I'm not sure how you're vibing today. Some days I, I lock eyes with you, and I'm like. I know what Jake's going to do today. This morning, not one of those days. You have a crazy look in your eye today. I don't know which way the show is going to go. Could be one of the greatest shows we've ever done. Could be one of the worst shows we've ever done. Perfect. We just have to wait and see. Trev, you know, you know a secret about me. It's at, at my heart. I'm, (laughs) I'm a little bit of a baseball nerd, man. And I haven't been in the lab in a while, dude. Mm. I went, went away, had to do some wedding planning. What were you doing down there in St. Lucia? <laughs> you know what I was doing on that <laughs> island. Uh, I was enjoying myself. Uh, Playing hoops. But it's it's good to be back. As uh, And we got some ball to catch up on, man. Uh, a big trade. couple of signings. We haven't hit the teeth of free agency. We haven't had the big dominoes drop yet. We know the judge tour is just beginning now. Um and, you know, a, a lot of it's connected. A, a lot of times they wait for the big guys to sign to kind of set the market, and, and that'll let some of the other pieces settle in. But uh, interested to see where the rest of this free agency takes us. Um, where do you want to go, Trev? Yeah, I mean, are we diving right in? Or are we getting to your boy, Teoscar? I think we start there. I mean, we can kind of just go down the line. There's different things that have happened, and we've – only doing one show a week right now, you know, we're catching up on things. So I'd say we start there because I think, you know, between these two teams, the Blue Jays and the Mariners, these are two teams that, you know, have World Series aspirations. You know, they've, you know, made it to the playoffs. Past that, you got a taste, you want more. So, you know, we talked about the Mariners needing outfield help, the Blue Jays having an excess of right-handed bats and maybe needing some help in the bullpen. And that's how trades are made, baby. Teoscar goes over there to help the Mariners out. Now you can pencil in J-Rod and Teoscar in the outfield. There's talk about maybe going to get somewhere, someone else unless they kind of bring someone from within, whether it's Kelnick or whether Winker spends some time out there. I'm not really sure, but um, you know they're going to make some moves, so they're not necessarily done. And for the Blue Jays, this gives them the opportunity to go make some moves, clear some space out there, go get that left-handed bat. And then... Uh, I think they they got two pitchers. One Swanson, who we'll talk about in a bit. He had a really good year last year. Seems to be like one of those, like late breakout, fucking threw a bullpen in front of a mm. track man. Whatever it happened for him, you know that happens all the time now these days. And they're going to reap the benefits of him uh, to go in the back of that bullpen with Romano and some of the other guys they have there. So it was kind of um, you know, we here one team had a puzzle piece, the other team had a puzzle piece, and they just. Swapped puzzle pieces. The old puzzle piece swap. Uh, yeah, for those <laughs> for those of you that don't know, uh, the full trade, Teoscar Hernandez uh, going from Toronto to Seattle, bringing his uh, two-time Silver Slugger, uh, one-time All-Star with him uh, in the final year of his deal. So it's one year of Teoscar Hernandez for Eric Swanson. Like you mentioned, he's kind of broken out as a reliever, uh, something in that Seattle bullpen. It, it feels like they figured out a sauce back there. He had a really good, a solid 2021. That turned into an incredible 2022, a 168 ERA, 53.2 innings, 70 punches. Um, 
And uh, Seattle, we know a lot about their young pitching, and we saw some of their young guys starting to kick to the bullpen along with their other elite guys back there. So they end up trading uh, kind of from their position of strength uh, with the Blue Jays. Like you mentioned, those right-handed Blue Jays bats, which really becomes uh, the interesting part of the discussion. And Trev, do you wear your watch on your right hand or your left hand? My left hand. Well, uh, the Blue Jays need some more left-handed yeah. Vincero watches, maybe. And hey, sports fans, how about some Major League style, but on a minor league contract? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> That's Now you're speaking my language. Uh, Vincero Collective, uh, they are sponsoring this episode to make sure all of our listeners are saving big as they accessorize their autumn outfits this season. We're here. I mean, a little Turkey Day watch. Are you kidding me? With code baseball at www. Is that too many? www.vincerocollective.com. Too many. <laughs> Get code baseball 20% off and free shipping. Uh, and it's V I N C E R O collective.com. Accessorize your life at a winner's price with Vincero. Code baseball 20% off. Um, Trev, you, you started going, man. I, I guess I guess Seattle or Toronto, wh- where do you want to lean into it more first? Because it, it's this trade sends big signals both ways about each of these teams' offseasons. Yeah, I don't know. We can start wherever. Toronto, you know, I think that they understand they needed to create space, uh, whether that's payroll flexibility, whether that's just a spot in the damn outfield. Uh, when with one year left in control, I mean, this is when teams look to move guys. Uh, so Teoscar was the guy in, you know, I think the Mariners are going to be very happy with him because they, it's exactly what they're looking for. You know, a short, a short term deal. They can go out there and if they fit and he does well, then we talk about extensions and all that good stuff. So the Mariners got exactly what they wanted. And then for the Blue Jays, like I said, they clear a spot and they get bullpen help. Everyone needs bullpen help. You need as many people back there that you can think you can count on, uh, and then the season plays out. So, you know, Swanson is one of those guys that he's doesn't give up hard contact. And I think if you're looking for bullpen help, hey, or any pitching help, that's kind of one of the first things you look at. Is this guy getting banged around or not? Uh, regardless of what, you know, the, the traditional numbers say, if a guy's issuing soft contact all the time, I like my chances with him. So they're going to get that. You know, he is a fly ball pitcher. I'm reading this article on trade rumors right now. Uh, but a lot of the fly balls and people are saying, oh, Toronto, it's a band box. Trev, how many homers you fucking hit there? So many. I don't know. I can't even count. Yeah. But again, low exit velo, a lot of pop-ups to the infield. So sometimes the numbers are deceiving with Swanson uh, in that regard. But yeah, for the Blue Jays, not only do they get this help, but like I said, now they're in the market. For an outfielder, and if we're looking at kind of who's out there in free agency that fits the bill, couple couple big like kind of known names. Brandon Nimmo is one of them. Who like you know we talk about this all the time. Anytime you see his baseball reference page, you're like what did this guy just do? Yeah, huh? like what he plays in New York, and I just I still don't know exactly how his game is, you know. But uh, he's available, and then a kind of a, not a shocker, but someone they might take a chance on, Cody Bellinger. What do you think about Cody? Cody, Cody's interesting, and I think we're going to talk about some of the uh, the non-tendered guys in a little bit. Uh, me and Biebs talked about it uh, a little bit on Wake and Jake. It's a, um, whoever signs Cody Bellinger is going to end up being stoked, right? Because the potential is there, and the price tag, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be low risk that if you figure it out, uh, you're going you're gonna to feel awesome about it. Um, and then if it, if it doesn't work out, you say, oh, well, that's what happened. Like it, it, Boris came out yes. and said they're only doing one year because they want to tap into it, and hopefully the shoulder's feeling better and all that. So um, I, I, I think for Toronto, like you alluded to, it's nuts looking at that lineup and seeing all the righties. Um, uh, Teoscar's a big blow, man. I, uh, as, a, as someone who watches a lot of Yankees games, in tune, you watch a lot of Blue Jays games. Teoscar's a constant threat. Uh, it's a violent bat. If you see runners in scoring position, uh, you are in the bad place. Two-time silver slugger. I, I know some of those awards get get lost in the mail a little bit, but that, that means you're doing something right. Uh, and he is a violent bat. 
Uh, and for Seattle, he'll fill in for Mitch Haniger, who was out for most of this season, but he was kind of their uh, power righty in the middle of that lineup. Plug in Teoscar for, for one year. For a guy, Eric Swanson was a throw-in piece going back to the James Paxton trade a bunch of years back that um, up until last year you hadn't really tapped into anything. You go from your bullpen. Uh, he's a guy that can give you an eighth inning. Toronto needs more of those guys. They get that. Uh, for the price of one year of Teoscar, it's for them, it's what's the next move. We've heard rumors about their catchers, Alejandro Kirk and Danny Jansen. Yeah. Are they going to do something there? Because they've got their prospect, Gabriel Moreno, coming up, who's supposed to be a stud of studs, uh, top, top three prospect in the game. Uh, so it, it's what is going to be the next move, and I, I don't know. Uh, my brain initially jumped to Nimmo. I saw a lot of the internet jump to Nimmo. Um, again, he's a guy that's going to do very well because there's not a lot of lefty outfielder options. There's not a lot of center field options that – uh, Toronto, they also, you know, Toronto fans take this as a shot. I, I think it's the honest truth, then you can call me out if you think I'm wrong, but they normally have to bid a little more. Uh, if, if you're going to move your family and your livelihood uh, to Toronto, A, there's some big taxes. B, you're, you're moving to another country. Um, I, I think we saw it when Springer signed. I think he got a little more in another year than people expected. We saw that with Ryu. Um Brandon Nimmo, it's in a really interesting spot because we could talk for an hour just about that, dude. Because you're right, man. The stats he puts up are insane that uh, initially everyone was like, oh, maybe it's that like five for 100 range. Um, you know, uh, I think some people then jump to George Springer a little bit because he can play a little center field and kick to the corners. And then the most recent one, I, I got to give a shout out to your boy Kenny R., uh, he said this might get closer to the Ellsbury contract, which I think was like seven for 133 or 143. And, you know, if you do a little, uh, you know, 2022 on that, that you start approaching 150 mil before you're getting close to 100 mil, which if Toronto is willing to go there, which uh, Brandon Nimmo feels like the guy that uh, with a slight overpay, he can be yours. They need a lefty bad they just opened up an outfield spot. Teoscar is going to be the equivalent of, I think, like 13, 14 mil coming off the books while you got a reliever. It feels like they're going to make an impact play for a lefty outfielder, whether that's free agency or in an, another trade. Can't wait to see what it looks like. Yeah, and I actually asked someone on baseball today when we do our ant portion of it, some callers, you, know, you have callers call in. I said, hey, like anyone Blue Jays fans, or excuse me, Mets fans, like, call in. I want to ask you about Nimmo. And I said, I don't watch this guy play every day. You know, and I think that's when you really can get a good sense of what someone is all about. You got to watch him play every day. I said, I get the highlights. I see the stats. And I'm just wondering, like, what it, what does it feel like? Like, what what kind of a bats are we putting up here day in and day out? And the guy was like, dude, this dude's a fucking grinder. Like, he goes out there and he gives you solid at bats no matter what. Doesn't matter, like, what what the game is like close or a blowout, whatever. He's like, every at bat is, is, is solid, man. And that's like the best thing you can say about someone as a hitter. Like he goes up there and gives you real deal, professional at bats, every at bat. And not to mention, we've seen him make some really good plays defensively. I'm kind of looking at some of the numbers. I don't know if he grades out super well defensively. I think it's probably decent, but he made some, definitely some highlight plays this year too. Yeah. he He's definitely made, made big steps in center field. Uh, and he's going to have a couple more years of center field if if, if you want that. Mm -hmm. I, I think he's already played some corners, so you expect that to translate well. There's a little bit of health questions, but he balled out last year. He played 151. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, he's going to get the bag. The only problem is, uh, again, it's not a deep outfielder pool that a lot of teams are going to end up in the Brandon Nimmo sweepstakes. That uh, If you're Toronto, I, I guess that's where I'm really interested to see some of the other steps, because even if you get Brandon Nimmo, who's a guy you probably bat lead off because he's an on-base percentage guy, it's not like you you now have a balanced lineup. It's Brandon Nimmo and all righty. So this feels like moving Teoscar felt like the first part of like four moves for the Blue Jays. They're gonna. It feels like they're going to trade a catcher. Uh, it feels like they're going to sign an outfielder, whether that's Nimmo on one end of the scale Benintendi, Bellinger, one of those lefty types. 
Uh, and then it feels like there's probably something else that, that we're not even thinking of with that lineup because it, it feels like it needs it feels like it needs just a little bit more of a shuffle. Um, and you're kind of liking how that bullpen works. You'd love another starter, so would every other team. Uh, but I'm really interested to see how that kicks off the rest of Toronto's uh, offseason. Well, uh, if you're Seattle, uh, like we said, plug and play with Teoscar, bing bong. I, I wonder if the thought process there is, you know, let's see if Kelnick uh, turns into the Kelnick we thought he would be. So if Teoscar gives you one year, then uh, you've got your guy there. Um I, I personally love the move for them. I, you know, if you can trade a reliever for a, you know, a, what Teoscar can do for a season, uh, uh, that feels like a win for me. And yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. These Seattle Mariners—they came onto the radar. They're they're supposedly linked to some of the big boys. They're supposedly checking in on the Trey Turners and guys like that. They're an organization that I, I guess we don't normally view them as. Uh, I don't know, how do you phrase this? I mean, they went out and they won the Robinson Cano sweepstakes. Uh, I know that's many moons ago now, but they are in a window. Uh, and they've got a few guys that uh, they have pitching depth. You know, their bullpen still looks good with Seawald, Munoz, Castillo. Brash is back there. Uh, they got Luis Castillo. We know their other trades. Um I'm wondering what else it is, whether it's uh, a lot of people are talking about second base. Is it Glaber Torres? Is it a Colton Wong? Um, you know, Seattle, uh, they're in the mix, and they're, they are in their window firmly, so they're going to go. Yeah, this for them, it's like they just got to keep adding weapons because if it's like you're in a Western movie, right, mm. and you think you're just going to go and give me one of these. But the guy on the other end of the town that's walking towards you has like six guns. Mm -hmm. And now I'm talking about the Houston Astros. Yeah. Like that's the elephant in the room here with all Mariners trades and signings and everything. And I know you could you could say, hey, that that series could have went a little bit different for them in the playoffs. Sure. But it didn't. And the Astros won the whole damn thing and everyone's coming back and they're going to get better probably because that's what they do. You got to just tool up against these guys. And I think that's what we're doing. I don't, I think they keep going. Like maybe they bring Hanniger back on a, because they didn't Mm. offer him a qualifying offer. Maybe they bring him back, um, you know, for less money and he runs back out there. Then I kind of like that outfit of Teoscar, Mitch and Julio, or maybe you, you know, there's, there's definitely options for them, but I think they're going to keep going. I think they're going to keep adding um, because they have to because they've seen what it takes, man. And once you get up close and personal like they have with the Astros over the last couple of years, you understand you got to keep looking for weapons. Like there's no stopping right now. Like you can't rest on your laurels. And they have and they have some places they could trade from. They have a maybe too many starting pitchers now, but I, I, I don't, if I'm the Mariners, I don't even really look that way. Um but they have to keep going. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. I mean, you know, Jesse Winker, who came over, and look at that stat page. It's nuts. Is that someone that they they punt on and, and maybe that potential second baseman trade and then they address something in free agency? Uh, or, you know, do you hold on to him and you, you just add straight up in free agency? It's going to be interesting to see the next steps for Seattle because you're, you're absolutely right. I mean... There's no way, <laughs> there's no way you can walk into next season as a Seattle Mariners like we're good, roll it out there. It's like no until until you even you haven't like made the dragon bleed yet. Like uh, the no. dragon just won the World Series again. <laughs> like they're making little baby dragons uh, down in St. Lucia. Um, Let me ask that? you this. Let yes. me ask you a question. Sure. Because I've read this you know multiple times now, and I'm just curious your take on it. And DePoto has said they're looking into the free agent shortstop market, which we know there's some big fucking names there. But you got J.P. Crawford. Mm. Now, J.P., I know the kind of guy he is. Very um, proud of his shortstop prowess, a gold glove guy. Do you slide him over to second base and bring the shortstop in? Do you bring one of these big boys? I mean, they they have the money to do that. They can do that right. in a move like that, Jake. Puts them on a different level. Like, puts them up a tier, right? If you get one of these guys, if you go out and get a Turner, 
or Correa or Bogarts. Oh my God, Xander Bogarts in yeah. that lineup. Do you know what I mean? Like that puts him on a different tier. Those are the type of moves that I think the Mariners. I don't. They're. I don't know if they're going to make, but shoot. That's the leap I think they need to take. Yeah, man, it's um. They're gonna do something, right? Uh, cause cause it's it it's your window, and and you you kind of have to. So yeah, I, you know, JP Crawford, he's got that gold on his glove. Um, that I don't know, I I don't know if if you end up giving the highest bid for Trey Turner, and he wants to come there, you figure it out. Uh, whether he's okay playing second or JP goes over there, sure. But yeah, man, I mean that's uh. This team is scary. They're young. They're talented. They're going to add more. Um, I I wonder if for them, I wonder if it's so it's easier to add a starting pitcher free agent and to tap into what they have. That I wonder if they end up trading from their starting pitching, going getting uh, a lefty bat or second baseman or whatever it is. And then adding another starting pitcher in free agency because it's there's just more depth there. I don't know. I don't know. But as the uh, this this trade was kind of the early, the early signs of what the baseball offseason will be coming with uh, soon. And uh, the the only other uh, full team that's roaming ready and kicking into gear, another left coast team, your Halos, Trev. And I hope they're roaming ready for this season, man. Uh, Cause they had me roaming ready for last season. I was uh I was all torqued up over the Halos. Uh, and you know what? That first month it was, Ooh, it was long. That it was first month. Oh, got to keep the friction Oof. on. Uh, first and then, month was like this, and then it went limp. Um, and then it was time to get in touch with Roman because they are the digital health clinic for men. 52% of men over 40 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. Look at Chris Rose, flip a coin. That'll tell you what's going on. They're FDA-approved medication for as little as $4 a dose. Roman sends it right to your door, free two-day shipping. Everything arrives in discreet packaging if you don't want the neighbors to know what's going on. But you want to address... Something which all these teams are doing in their offseason. Go new website alert row.co slash talking. Hmm. That's ro.co slash talking for 20% off. If this is something you're dealing with, go address it. Why not? Take care of yourself, take care of your loved one. We've got the technology, they've got the tools. There's no stigma. There's no stigma. We're putting that in our rear view. Uh, so no stigma, and you, you know what? Nobody wants a little like, you know, like no. Nobody wants that. No, no. You got to uh, fix it. Go take care of it. You've got a need. You can fix it with Roman. And there's a lot of other teams, Trevor, that are addressing their needs, including our Angels. Uh, they went out and signed Tyler Anderson, which I'll I'll hold no punches early on for a lot of our listeners. Uh, and the Halos fans, it feels super angels, and it doesn't feel that in a good way. Oh, my god! But you get into the numbers. You look at some of the projected free agent signings. Uh, everything is in the ballpark. And something that I don't know what it means, and maybe you'll have more on it. Maybe you won't care at all, Trev. The Angels' rotation right now, uh, you might, you know, you're probably familiar with that Otani guy, and and you know we'll we'll see what the kids got for next year. Um, but Tyler Anderson, Patrick Sandoval, Jose Suarez, Reed Detmers. There's a lot of lefties there with similar pitch mixes that I I don't know if there's something you can tap into or some tribal knowledge you can share. Uh, maybe there's something there, and if Tyler Anderson, Mister Anderson. Uh, you Matrix guy at all, Trev? I know you've got. I'm not. No, I wish I would. I've been, I've seen them. I think I watched it on the flight home. It's pretty good. Uh, Tyler Anderson last year, 28 starts, a 2.57. He was with the Dodgers. He tapped into whatever they've got going on. Hopefully, he probably doesn't have to move houses, uh, and he can bring whatever knowledge he took from the Dodgers to that rotation. 
and good for him, man. Uh, 32 years old. He turns 33 December 30th. Uh, and he gets a bag for himself. So where where do you want to go with this, Trev? I, I think we applaud Anderson and the Angels because we can't sit here and say, Angels, like, figure it out, get some pitching, and then get mad when they get pitching. Like, who cares if he's a lefty? Like, you know, maybe some of that will sort itself out if there's going to be some trades. But I think looking at Angels Twitter, which I'm part of Angels yeah. Twitter a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they're happy with what's going on here. And then you get Urshela, who they're, that's some interesting stuff there because, you know, obviously he's played a majority of third base. We've always heard how good he is and he could play anywhere in the infield, which I do believe. And now Nevin's saying, hey, maybe we move him to shortstop. Because you got a guy you paid a lot of money to play third base there also. So we'll see how that all uh, turns out. But I think I like both of these moves for the Angels. I mean, Anderson, similar to what we were talking about with Swanson, just does not give up hard contact. And he did figure some stuff out with the Dodgers and maybe brings that over to the other lefties. He's like, hey, this is what they told me, and it could help you. Uh, but it's a relatively cheap deal for them. Um, you know, I know they're they're looking to do some more stuff, I think. I think they kind of have to. If you're if you're Perry and you know, the first couple of years haven't really gone exactly how you plan them to go. You know, right around that third year, I think people start expecting some different things out of you. And now you got to deal with the Shohei stuff too. So I'm, it's going to be an interesting season for, for the Angels. But I like the way this offseason has started. You know, two like very, very good Major League Baseball players came on and made your roster better. Numbers. We love some numbers here. The Angels rotation right now, Shohei last year, a two three three ERA. Tyler Anderson, a 2.57. Patrick Sandoval, get him in your book a little more. He had a 2.91 ERA last year. That's some of his rookie cards. Whoops. Uh, Suarez and Detmers, 24 and 23 currently. Both had ERAs in the three. Uh, our guy Suarez just snuck in there. But, like you said, every time we talk about these halos, there's one running joke. You could run into, like, every baseball fan across America and you could make like an angel starting pitching joke, and everyone, <laughs> nice. Uh, hey, they went out and got a guy who shoved last year. Um, you know, if it's anything like he was last year for the next couple, the contract is an absolute bargain. Uh, if it lands somewhere in the middle, yep, that's kind of what you paid him. Uh, and and we'll see if he can continue to live up to that. And for them, Gio Urshela, I love Gio. Uh, Gio was a shot of life to the Yankees when they needed it. Uh, he's still only 31. I mean, he's, you know, go back. He's connected to some of those Cleveland uh, Indians teams back when they were the Indians. Um, but, you know, he couldn't hit it all. He kind of figured it out with the Yanks. He had a down year. They punted on him. He had a really nice year uh, for the Twins last year. Uh, I think he had a, uh OPS plus of like 120. He's uh, 121, 285, 338, 767 OPS. And what was a down year across baseball hitting-wise, those are really nice stats. He plays a fun third base. Um, he is he has quick, good reactions. He was a soccer goalie growing up. You want a little oh. analytics there, Trev, that he's kind of got that hot corner, third base, goalkeeper, World Cup season. Are you kidding me? Soccer kit summer for Trev. Um <laughs> I love me some Geo. That being said, Geo Urshela at shortstop for a year uh, is not an answer. Uh, I, I mean, maybe okay. for a game, he's got the hands, he's got the arm. Uh, the, the lateral movement is not there. That I wonder what this is. Is it, is it just bringing in a good ball player and we're going to figure it out and Rendon's gotten hurt the past couple years and we'll go from there? Is Rendon, are they going to try to move Rendon? He's, I, I think he's considered with injuries and everything going on with him, kind of one of the tougher contracts in baseball. Would they be willing, what would they be willing to do to, to move uh, Tony Rendon? I don't know if they can. I don't know if they will. Um, but like we come back to with the Halos, you'd love to see another starting pitcher. I, I know I complimented those guys, but Suarez and Detmers, both young as they figure it out. You'd love to see another righty, not that it fully matters, but sure. And then the lineup, Trev. I, I mean, normally 
not the Halos problem, uh, especially when you see Trout, Otani, Taylor Ward breaks out. Uh, what Rendon can be when he's right. Jared Walsh, Gio Urshela. There's still some left field and second base. Uh, you know, uh, Renjifo did some things last year, but uh, honestly, a year where there's a ton of shortstops, you'd love to plug one of those guys in. But you could say that for every baseball team. So it's, it's The Angels are not going after one of those shortstops. Yes. That they're not doing Yeah. I know. Uh, but look, I think you're right. Like, it's just adding a, a good ball player to the mix. They understand that injuries happen. So, yeah, you have Rendon there. I don't think you're going to be able to move him unless they eat a, you know, part of his deal. And that's, that's, no, that's not happening, bro. Yeah. So, you know, Rend, a healthy Rendon at third base. And yeah, you got Fletcher and Renifo and even Squid. I think Squid's still with them. You know, you have those three guys to kind of figure out your middle infield. Now you add Urshela to that mix. And I think, you know, mixing and matching there, I, I think could I think they, they are actually going to look at him as a, a shortstop. I think they're going to, like, in their mind, like, it could work out for them. And if it doesn't, they have these other guys they can kind of plug and play and see how the season goes. You know, the biggest thing for the Angels this year is, the, is Otani. What the fuck they're going to do with him, man? What are you going to do with that guy? He's a free agent at the end of the season. And you have shown nothing that you're going to resign him. You haven't given us any hope or anything. So to me, that means you got to trade this guy. And if you do that, when you talk about like deflating a fucking franchise, you trade the once in a lifetime ball player and get what for him? Imagine being the prospects that come back or the Oof. people that come back for a show. Hey, that's some pressure. Just be this guy. Um, I don't know, man. You know, I, I want to give the Angels credit. I, I do. I want them to be good. We talk about this all the time. You know, as much as Angels fans like to say, everyone hates on us, bro. Like, da, da, da. It's like, yeah. 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 Because we want to see those awesome players you have on your team, like, compete in the playoffs. Um, But they got – they're looking up at – at at least two teams in their division. And Rangers are going a little bit. They're making some signings. I, I feel like the Rangers and the Angels, I might put the Angels above the Rangers, don't you? I mean, maybe. It, it <laughs> I think you have to. It depends the rest of this offseason, right? And that that's where, if you're the Angels in the front office, I, I know, Trev, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but God, I would love to know how front offices like truly work. Because if you're the Angels, part of being in a front office is flushing out every option, right? So they've had to have the conversation of, like, if we did trade Otani, like, what could that even look like? Or, or you know, even... I know it'll never happen. I, I know I shouldn't even dream on it, but when you're talking about a team that has a lot of holes and you're looking up at the two best teams in the division, like, what could a Mike Trout trade do for you? Could, I know it's not, Trev. I know Stop. it's not. But as a front office... Where's he going, the Yankees? Don't you have to have that conversation of, like, what would it... Of course, they've, they've talked about every... every exactly. Scenario. That yeah. I would love to hear all of those. Because um, Otani's one of the craziest things ever, right? You're getting one year of a guy that plays both ways. So you're getting uh, basically a two-year deal. I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's so complicated that they're probably... Not going to do anything, right? Because they're two of the best players in the world. Try to figure out anything else you can around it, and let's go from there. But, man, uh, if you could clear the books with – we talked about that Rendon contract, and, you know, there's a lot of holes on that team too. If you could plug two or three holes and, and clear the books so you could sign an impact free agent, I don't know. I, I don't think any of it's happening. But if you're the Angels, don't you also have to be real? The Mariners and Astros might be the two best teams in the American League. Texas is coming. I don't know, man. It, it feels like they need a little more of a game plan. Can I do something right now? Always. Angels fans, just talk about it down here. Because I'm, I'm curious, too. Like, what's, what's the path? We cover baseball. And, yeah, we always say, we used to say this. We need to continue to say this. We used to say, you guys know your team better than we know your team. That's a fact. I don't know shit. So if we're just talking bullshit about the Angels, please let us know. I don't think we are, man. I'm confused as all hell, and I feel like Angels fans are probably thinking the same thing. 
You like you can, you can get you can get optimistic about this team. We talked about the starters. You talked about the ERA. We talked about you know they're young and exciting. We have two of the best players on the planet on this team. A healthy Rendon. We can freaking dream upon that. What's Taylor Ward doing? Is he Mike Trout or is he Trevor Plouffe? Mm. Trick question. Same guy. Same guy. If we're talking about Blitzball, I'm Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, everybody combined. Yes. Anyways. Just tell us what's going on, Angels fans. How about this, Trev? I'll, I'll get you a little a little horned up about it. Know who know who the Angels should be trying to copy? How about the Phillies? You know, didn't they just finish third in their division? Don't they have a lot of star power? Doesn't can't you get into the playoffs now being third in your division? Why not? Why not? But you got to add a couple of stars, which I don't know if they're going to do that. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Okay, give me some. Uh, how can the Angels become the Phillies? <laughs> I guess it's not too far off. You got Otani and Trout, right? There's a star. You need one more high end starter. Yeah. Like high end starter. Maybe Anderson's that guy. Maybe we're talking about. Oh, my gosh. Angels uh, are the Phillies. They're both red. Brandon Marsh is going to play for both teams uh, next year. The Brandon Marsh World Series next year. <laughs> Get ready for that. Um, they share him. Yeah, you get whoever. Phillies makes... fans are not happy that we're comparing. Oh, them. what a nightmare! <laughs> they thought they were going to win the World Series. Now they're getting compared to the Halos on Thanksgiving. Brutal. <laughs> While we're here, Dombrowski just got extended. A little three. Hey, good for him. My guy, guy. Go Phils. Guy, that guy won't leave. Taylor's from the crypt, bro. I can't wait to interview him. This guy just has got one move. Fucking all in. Hey, let's let's sign the best players. <laughs> all right. I like it, Dave. Best guys available, I'll take them. <laughs> Let's empty the farm system out and go get some fucking good players. Hell yeah. Uh, no, he deserves credit. I'll stop. I'll, I'll, I want to admit to him one day that I'm a wrong short man. Um, You're, if you were a GM, you'd be Dave Dombrowski. Yeah, I want to be. That's the whole point. I get to trade the farm and sign everyone? Um, and then leave? <laughs> yeah, Someone else clean it up? Just got re-upped. Um, Trev, we had a couple other signings. One is sneaky big with all these talk about lefties and how kind of every team is looking for him. Uh, Anthony Rizzo resigns with the Yankees. Yes. Uh, Padres resign. Nick Martinez opts out of the 318. There's your three for 26, a little extra eight mil, uh, at BBD money. Uh, Trev, both these teams wanted better help. They got better help. Uh, but you... Might need better help with your mental help because that is just as important to feeling your best and better help makes it easier to get started. The world's largest therapy service. They've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch. That's my favorite part. Uh, if you're not, If you're talking to a therapist you don't like, that's not going to be good for you. I, I you know, hate to overstep my boundaries there. So you can switch to a new therapist anytime. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash baseball. That's BetterHelp.com slash baseball. We got a link in the description. Trev, me and BBD were laughing uh, before we hopped on the mics because when you and uh, you guys and Jim did last episode, Rizzo had just signed. So it feels like this is almost old news now. It felt like he was going back to the Yankees, so it didn't feel like crazy news. Uh, At the time we recorded, though, the, the Astros were coming in hot. Was yeah, we had some Astros rumors that <laughs> felt a little bit like agent leaks. but uh, Astros are coming everywhere. Yeah, just... I bet. Um, I'll let you go. Yankees and Rizzo, Trev. This is how I know it's a good deal for the Yankees and Yankee fans because I asked two of the bigger Yankee fans in the world like what the offseason plan should be. Now, that's Joe's McFly of Pinstripe Strong and all the other shit that he does, anime stuff. What is up yeah. with that, Joe's? I don't Whatever. get it, but he's about it. I love it for him. Yeah. So Joe's, I asked him, I also asked Dan Allen Rourke. I said, give me the, you know, the blue, the blueprint for the offseason. And, and both of them, you know, one of the first things they said was, we need Rizzo back. 
And uh, I think that they're spot on with it. I think he fits so perfectly with the Yankees. Uh, we talked about all the time, you know, his play at first base can change how the rest of the infield performs. You just feel better about throwing the ball over there. He's a guy that understands pressure situations, never scared of any baseball situation, a good clubhouse leader. I think he's just kind of everything that you need in a veteran. I mean, he still puts up good numbers, and you're getting all that experience that can just kind of get passed on to whoever needs it. Some of the younger guys, maybe an older guy that needs a you know kick in the butt, Anthony Rizzo's there to do it. I love this signing. Yeah, I... Within the walls of baseball, I've never heard anyone say a bad word about Anthony Rizzo. I don't think I've ever And heard... he was a Red Sox originally, right? <laughs> Original team, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Original Lord. So, you know, that's a nice thing for Yankee fans. A little redemption. Uh, you know, Padres great, Anthony Rizzo. Uh, yeah, man, this is... Uh, you've never heard anyone say a bad word about Anthony Rizzo. He came into our office. He was an awesome dude. He, he didn't have to. He was on, like, two hours sleep. He, he is he good looking? said hi. He's a good-looking guy. I mean, he's yeah. big. You know, he's he's listed 6'3", 240, um, which when you see the uni on him, he doesn't look that. He looks almost kind of slender, but he, he's just a naturally big dude. Uh, and he mauls baseballs. He he tied his career high for homers last year in 130 games. Uh, he liked it a porch. Um, and, yeah, I mean, as far as things go, uh, Yankees-wise, um, if they didn't bring him back, you're looking at a totally new rebrand of the Yankees. I, I I don't know if we want to touch upon Judge here, and I know uh, you're drinking the Kool-Aid that he might be gone a little bit, but Rizzo was a key cog in the third of the lineup all year. And those bottom two-thirds of the lineup, six guys, come playoffs, they weren't there. Um, that the Yankees really need to add to their lineup, and if Tony Riz was gone, now you're needing to add a top third guy to the lineup, too. So him being back, uh, he locks down first base, which helps out the rest of your infield. You have a lefty bat in the lineup, which we now have just talked about two teams that are dealing with uh, left-handedness as an issue, essentially. Um, the shift being gone, I know Jimmy did some Jimmy-lytics on it that, you know, if you add about 10 or so hits, that makes him a 250 guy. At Rizzo's point in this career, that feels more in tune with who he is. Um Leadership, everything you mentioned. Uh, and yeah, I mean, when there were Houston rumors, I'll, I'll tell you what, my heart dropped Clenched for a up. second. Because if this guy went to Houston, doesn't that feel like a Houston move? Like, oh yeah, you know, Yuli's 39 now, so we let him go. Uh, but here's Rizzo. Uh, and oh yeah, he's, he's going to hit seventh for us, where the Yankees <laughs> are begging him to hit third right now. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I'm happy with the move. And Trev, I know this is kind of the BSE part of it. You know, playing in New York can suck for some dudes. Rizzo loves it. He really does. He's he's about it, um, and he gets a little bit of a bag, too, uh, for his, what is this, his second, third contract, technically? Ooh, let's, uh, let's, let's play that game. You okay. Did you, did you I'm, look? I'm not looking at well, it. While you're looking it up, uh, or I can look it up, but uh, just I, I, the contract I, I, got, I have it, like, close. I haven't scrolled down far enough, but okay. let's just do it. Anthony Rizzo, who is... So currently in the bank. Well, we can add the two years. Are on his way. Okay. Okay. So let's add the two for forty. Yeah, I think. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna go like one twenty-five. Ooh, I think I'm higher. I think. I think so too. Yeah, I think I'm wrong. I'm gonna. But Price is Right rules, so one twenty-five. Okay. Okay. I'll go. I'll go one sixty when this is in the bank. I think. Trying to confirm the number I've got. Mm. Yeah, it looks like I found it. You guys are both both high, one sixteen. Wow. Well, oh, yeah. I, th I think that's including yeah. the forty. Okay. I was I was thinking right around eighty plus forty. It looks like he got a, a fairly team friendly sixty million dollar total from. Uh, well, you know what? Good for Tony. Yes. And by the way, that uh, if you remember when the Cubs were trying to, everyone was wondering what the Cubs were going to do. The rumor of that Rizzo extension came out, and everyone was pissed. It was like five for seventy. He's now he's cleared that. Um, so uh, good, good for Tony. Um, 
on on his contract. He opts out of one for 16. Yankees immediately offer him one for 19.6 with the qualifying offer, and he gets a 40 million guarantee. So the gamble, I think, worked. Use that. Some people, dude. He gets to play for the Cubs and then the yeah. Yankees. I know he yeah. like helped make the Cubs into like a team that was worth watching. I understand that, but it's, you know, two pretty fun franchises to play for right there. Two pretty fun cities to play for. Yeah, All right. a hero in Chicago forever. And hey, if, if he he's basically up, a hero in New York, he, I mean, yeah. The, the let, let me let me put this. I don't want to make this a talking Yanks episode because sure. people get pissed. But if they don't re-sign Anthony Rizzo and you're Aaron Judge, you're looking at that roster, being like, there ain't no way I'm going back there. Like I think this Trev, helps. It's, it's his best friend on the team. It's true, man. I I I didn't want to I didn't want to lead you into it because I think it would have left the door open for you to chop me down pretty easily. But my God, man! Uh, without uh, Tony Riz and whatever else this lineup needs to do, obviously Judge is the key the key to it. But I'll say this: if Anthony and by the way, it goes both ways. I know I know Rizzo's you know, in his late prime right now. But if he didn't think the Yankees had a chance for Aaron Judge, he wouldn't have re-signed. Now, I'm not saying Judge resigns. He understands the business, and he knows Judge, he has to do his thing, that if San Francisco throws the $500 million ownership option at him, he might have to do, go do his thing out there. But Tony Riz wouldn't be coming back if he didn't think the Yanks had a shot at Judgey. And like BBD mentioned, this part doesn't matter, does matter. Uh, the... The two closest, the closest teammate I've seen with Aaron Judge has been Anthony Rizzo uh, this past season. So do with that whatever you'd like. Enough Yankees. Enough goddamn Yankees. Hey, you da- how'd you dap up Rizzo? Was it like this and then the hug? Was it straight hug? Was it a handshake? Um. Ooh, that's a good question. I'm trying to go back. Um. I'm pretty I, sure I was straight handshake. I think I was dap and hug because Ooh. Hap Hap wasn't ahead of him. Uh, so me and Hap had a pretty friendly greeting. So Riz was like, all right. Um, absolute oven mitts on him. Doesn't shock you at all. But I mean, my goodness. Uh, There's nothing better than watching two white guys try to figure out a handshake. <laughs> just, <laughs> just new friends just trying to figure it out. Uh, just like this. And Trev, I, I don't know if you remember, it was right around the time that... Uh, the Rizzo ball story happened, um, so he oh, was able yeah. to confirm that. Those were uh, those were good times. That was a good day for like you. Three weeks of that ball. Those were good times in this baseball season. Uh, Where are we going, Daddy? Well, let's we do going? let's do Nick Martinez quick. I, I mean, sorry, Padres fans, for going talking Yanks on you, uh, but Nick Martinez uh, resigns, get a little gets a little more kishish. Good for him. Um, and yeah, if, if you're the San Diego Padres, I know. Um, you go to the CS, you had uh, Suarez and Martinez as free agents. Uh, they both end up uh, coming back. Uh, two guys that they kind of took a chance on. Like, you know, we weren't talking about those two guys two, three, four years ago. Um, so, you know, Nick Martinez comes back. He might be in a swing role for them. He can start. He can relieve. Um, and good for that dude, man. Another one of those like uh, went to Japan, figured it out a little bit, came back, and is is now getting the bag. Yeah, and this is like a really fun contract for people that are interested in contracts. I'm gonna have to kind of break it down here, and just just bear with me. I know Jake, you're not gonna understand anything okay. I'm saying because there's numbers involved, Perfect. but everyone else, here we go. It's essentially so he's gonna make ten million dollars next year. Okay, at the end of the year, there's a team option that the Padres can trigger. And that would be an additional two years, uh, 16 million each year. So they can do a two, like an additional two years, 32 with him. If they decide not to do that, then Martinez has to decide if he wants to exercise two, $8 million player options. So those are, that's guaranteed. So that's how like this essentially becomes uh, like a three year 26 or something like that. Um, or it could get up to three years, 42. It all kind of depends on what kind of year he has and if the Padres decide to do it. I love kind of different types of deals like this. I think that's this is the future. You know, we saw Correa kind of do some interesting stuff. I think teams are starting to find those avenues where, you know, they can get the guaranteed money to where they need it to be, but then there's some incentive-based stuff. Um, some fail-saves. You know, either... 
gives them more money or they can save money if the incentives aren't hit. So it's it's a fun deal. And yeah, you're happy for Nick Martinez. He he opts out of a deal that he had. Or is that what you wrote on the on the sheet, BBD, about this contract already? Uh yeah, he opted out of one move. He opted out of a three year eighteen mil and he gets three years twenty six guaranteed up to Yes. Up okay. To yeah. He opted out of a deal that he had in place and this is a new one. Gets the extra eight million dollars guaranteed and then possibly some more if he pitches well next year. Which is great. And uh I I don't know. I sometimes I get too romantic about it, but I, I just want to picture I want everyone to you're Nick Martinez. You you went to Fordham. Uh, you know, you're coming up, you end up going up to the Texas Rangers, you get knocked around a little bit. You're playing for Nippon, uh, and then you're playing for SoftBank in the Japanese league as a 29 and 30 year old. You're probably wondering kind of what's going on with your life. You just locked up, uh, you know, a 20 plus million, uh, to pitch for the San Diego Padres. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Um, Trev, let's um let's wind down. Uh, there were some awards. I really want to talk the some of the non-tender DFI, DFAs with you. You mentioned your guy, uh, Belly, in there. And you know what? You know, if Belly's shoulder's getting better, maybe he just mm. needs a little bit of that win reality, Trev. Uh, have you strapped in yet? Can someone send me a win reality <laughs> thing and the bad attachment? I've been asking them to send me one. What's going on? We're here? trying to bait you out with it, bro. You got to come out. We got it in the lab. Uh, we had some really good vids that we did with this. Uh, I faced an eight-year-old. Uh, I think Jack, I saw that. I you got a knock. Got a boy. <laughs> got a couple hits. Uh, Trev, kid, not a joke. The eight-year-olds in that game, really hard. Trev, they gave me the eight-year-old because they respected my hitting ability. The eight-year-old was the toughest. It's the hardest. The, you you can mash on the high schoolers pretty easy. The eight-year-olds. What's a, a big leaguer look like? Is it impossible? Big uh, leaguers, they're they're for you, in the obviously. 90s. Yeah, but. not for me. I mean, for yeah, for BBD and some of the office folk, uh, it was difficult. <laughs> uh, when reality, they have a pitcher library, six hundred plus pitchers. From eight under to pro, release, spin, and speed that gives hitters a chance to study every pitch, then hit it in the real game. Trev's been looking for a way to the for the hitters to catch up. This is one of them. I've been looking away for my Northeast boys to keep up Ooh. with Florida and Cali and Texas. We're getting our reps in with win <laughs> reality. And you know who uses it? How about Paul Goldschmidt, who just oh. added... Uh, a little MVP to the mantle. Sign up at winreality.com slash talking and receive a free bad attachment with your Win Pro plan. There's a link in the description. Uh, and go check it out, man. I There's a lot of me that taps into little kid, 11-year-old Jake. I mean, Christmas is coming up. If this was a Christmas gift, I would have turned into like a baseball robot. I would have turned into a baseball robot. And I mean, I, you and Jose Altuve could have been just short kings of baseball. <laughs> We'd be talking about me uh, signing with the Seattle Mariners for uh, five years, Hundy. But we'd, instead, we'd be talking about you and Pete Rose in the same breath. We'd be betting <laughs> on all your own games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, well, the le- the last of John Daly and Pete Rose, Jake Storielli. Um, <laughs> I don't like that for me, uh, Trevor. We got some. Let's do the non-tender DFAs, um, and and we'll do some, the the big names on it. We mentioned your guy Belly, um, and you know it's it's a little tough. I mean, you you kind of saw it coming. Uh, he uh, he was due for real money this year. He had another year where the the OPS was below league average. He can still pick it. I I mean the it the question just becomes: Is that shoulder getting healthier? Uh, is there something batting stance wise that that can change or an adjustment or change of scenery? But every team is going to be talking about, well, if we can get Belly for a year and he figures it out, boom. I think the other guy that's very clearly on that list is Dom Smith. Uh, Dom mm-hmm. Smith and his uh, times with the Mets. You know, he had back to back years there where it looked like, you know, some people are calling him the best, a top five young hitter in baseball. Uh, TFA, as I say, things fall apart. And then there's a lot of other guys that, you know, you could talk yourself into a Luke Void, a Jamer Candelario, uh, Raymond Tapia. He's always electric when he's out there. Uh, with Alex Reyes in the bullpen. We, we remember what he did. So 
Uh, for for some of these guys, uh, what jumps out to you? Or um, you know, I, I know Belly's kind of the one that everyone's going to be talking about. I would say there's probably like five, six, seven of these dudes are going to command major league deals. I think Luke Voigt's going to get a major league deal. I think Dom Smith will get a major league deal. I think Cody Bellinger will definitely get a major league deal. Um, you know, it's you're right about Belly. Teams are going to be like, we, your shoulder needs to be healthy. We'll try to do, we'll try to do the best rehab we can for you. Have a normal off season come in. We'll look at some biomechanic stuff with your swing, and if we can get any offense out of you, it's going to be great. Set you up for free agency next year because apparently, like you said earlier, he wants a one-year deal and that's it. I'm curious to see if teams are going to be willing to do that without attaching some sort of incentive-based options or whatever it may be. Um, but there's some good players here. I, I, I talked about some of them uh, yesterday on Baseball Today with C. Rosie. I mentioned Edwin Rios as kind of like a, a guy that I've seen out here in L.A., you know, kind of have some big power and never really get a real run with the Dodgers. Uh, and if he went somewhere, I could see him having an impact somewhere. I don't know if he's going to get a major league deal. There's a possibility that he does. Uh, but, dude, this is – I don't want people to look at this list. I think that the main point that I want to point here is I don't want people to look at the the non-tender list and be like, these guys stink and they're out of baseball. That's not the case. Like A lot of these guys just – where numbers crunch, a 40-man decision, uh, they're they're about to make some money so the team gets rid of them type stuff. So like, this is still a, a bunch of major league ball players that are going to contribute to the teams. And, you know, this is where some GMs get creative and they, you know, look and find the diamonds in the rough and and, and do all that kind of good stuff. I'm curious to see where some of these guys go. If, if Dom Smith is going to go somewhere and get 400 plate appearances next year, it'd be great. I'd love to see what would happen. Yeah, it's uh, I I think it's the timing of baseball that doesn't get talked en- about enough, Trev. If if these guys were free agents in 2020, um, Luke Voigt was your AL home run champ with 22 uh, at 29 years old. If he had hit free agency then, uh, you know what what contract would we have been talking about for him? We would have been talking about like yeah. a a five for hundred or something like that. Uh, and by the way, uh, he's he's been solid. Uh, he was above league average uh, last year, and he faded off with the Nationals. Like, let's get this guy to Milwaukee or somewhere already where he can be the DH um, and, and hit you 28 homers. Uh, like you said, Trev, one of these, one of those kind of four or five guys we just mentioned is going to have a nice year this year, and then next year we're going to be saying, like, hey, they got a three for 30. Like, good for them. You know, they got their opportunity. They, they took advantage of it. They got the bag. Um Dom Smith, if I'm I, – I was looking for the right way to phrase this uh, with Beavs, but, like, it's, these are kind of like the all Reddit forum guys. Like, I, I'm not a big Reddit dude, but if I was talking about my team on Reddit, I would have plans to bring in Dom Smith and Cody Bellinger and, like, let's tap into them because, you know, I, I mentioned 2020 for Voight. Dom Smith was one of the best hitters that year. Uh, he got MVP votes. A 993 OPS, um, and we've seen this dude move all over the field. We, we haven't seen him feel like he has a true home. That uh, You wonder what it is, uh, and you hope it's the right team in the right situation because he's 27, man. If Dom Smith gets a 1-for-8 uh, somewhere, 1-for-6, who knows? Uh, but he puts together a, a nice 820 OPS season, we're going to be talking about him as the guy next year getting a three, four-year deal. So, yeah, I mean, these are guys that should be easy to root for. And if uh, if you're delving into your team's offseason plan, I wouldn't be shocked if you have one of these guys circled because there's big-time value that could be had from them. I mean, obviously the number one on this list is Tyler Heineman, my buddy, former workout partner of mine, catcher. Hot. He's all right. Good body on him. Yeah, he's strong. Catcher body. Um, let's see. Any other names from there that need to be shouted out? What's up? What if you're Belly? What would you do? Are Are you just looking for a good org? Are you looking for someone that promises you 150 starts? Like where Where is your mindset? Yes, at? you go uh, to where you're going to get plate appearances. Obviously, you want to be on a good team surrounded by by players but you want to be guaranteed playing time i i kind of went through a similar situation where i got dfa by the twins and then 
Um, I had, you know, three or four teams make me offers that off season. And basically it came down to, in the end, the Red Sox and the A's. And the Red Sox had Panda coming back. And, you know, he wasn't like great, but, you know, they said they can guarantee me like 300 plate appearances. And then the A's were like, you're our starting third baseman. And they offered me a little bit more money. So it was like, it was one of the, it was almost like a no brainer at that point for me. I was trying to reestablish myself in the market, blah, blah, blah. So I went with the guaranteed plate appearances. And I think um, Billy will probably do the same thing. It's interesting, man. I did not reestablish myself into the free agent market. <laughs> if anybody was wondering, it was a bad year for me. You we were, were trying to. You were 70 30 hitter back then. It was, uh, I don't know. I was, I was, so I was trying to reach out at the time, but I just couldn't get through. Um, no, he's, uh, that's going to be the most interesting one uh, of that pool, man. I, I mean, the guy's got an MVP, a rookie in the year, in the bag. His career stats are still so nice. Uh, and you hope, I mean, let's, let's hope we're talking about his resurgence next year. And it, it was that shoulder and now it's feeling better and he's stronger. Um, cause man, when that dude's right, he still goes and gets it, man. At uh, center field, like any outfielder position, he used to play a little first base. Um, you know, when, when Cody Bellinger's right, he's, uh, he was, it was the MVP. You don't just stumble into those dude. God. If you're we'll any see, team, he's going to play a plus outfield and be a lefty who, like, might hit a homer, and that has value by itself. He what still hit the, 19 yeah. homers What about the Rays, oh, Trev? Could that be a sicko Rays move? It could be. I mean, there, there's. I said this yesterday, too, with Ciro's. There's going to be a bunch of suitors. This guy could command a multi-year deal if he wanted to. Yeah. I think he wants to go have a good year. Maybe there would be some player option type situations in his deal. Uh, but there's going to be a bidding war. I mean, you know, it's not going like to be a massive bidding war, but there's going to be multiple teams in on this guy and he's going to have some leverage and he's going to take advantage of that. But I think ultimately he goes to where he gets guaranteed the most playing time. Like, Hey, I'm going to go. I think honestly, anywhere that offers him a deal, they're going to say you're our starting center fielder. Yeah. I, in my opinion. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't think you, you. I don't think you can. I don't think you can get him on your team unless you offer him that, essentially. Right, and it it ties into center field depth. It ties into the leftiness thing. Like I, I know, I think Beavs threw out the Cubs earlier. Like that's an interesting one uh, for one year. You talk about you talk about baseball life of Rizzo going Cubs to Yankees. Like you know, going from the Dodgers for Cobell to whatever organization he's going to. That's going to be a big change of scenery. Um, so, yeah, I, it all factors in. Um, interested. He's going to be one of the more interesting ones on, on Twitter and social media when that drops. Um, you want to do awards, Trev? I mean, we, we got the managers, the Cy Young and the MVP. Not a lot of surprises uh, for Cy Young or MVP. Uh, Alcantara, Alcantara, we never figured it out. Verlander, we know that one for a while now. Goldie and Judge, um, I don't know. I don't want to say chalk, but we yeah, I think we kind of we knew all here. these were happening. The two unanimous decisions in the Cy Young were great. Um, Judge almost unanimous. Two Angels writers voted for Otani. They were the only right ones in that whole thing. <laughs> but no, no, this was uh, an awards season that was kind of already done. I mean, the manager of the year was, you know, never know what's going to happen with that. It was Tito and, and Buck, and that's fun. We like that. So I think the only... Award that kind of came down to it where we didn't know it was going to happen was the NL Rookie of the Year. Money Mike ends up getting an over Strider, um, which was kind of interesting because I think we had mentioned it that Strider had won the Player's Choice and then like a different Writer's Award. He was the Rookie of the Year in both of those. Uh, but Money Mike takes this one and we're happy for him. I and mean, those two good choices there. And AL, obviously. Julio mm. takes it home. You see that parade for him or whatever that was yeah, yesterday? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Dude. Love parades. <laughs> More parade. Good parade. On the Spencer Strider topic, uh, changed his uniform number to 99. No. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Was 65, now he's 99. I don't like it. Yeah. That's. I mean, I'm fine getting away from 65. I mean, maybe we're starting a 99 trend. Maybe it's less wild thing, Ricky Vaughn. Maybe it's more judgy. 
you know? Well, you got Karen Check and Judge. Those are two kind of different people there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strider kind of splits the gap. Judge's thighs, Karen Check's arm. Yeah, I think he's more Karen Check than Judge. Silly. Yeah. He's a little wild out there. Yeah. The mustache. I like that about him. I don't know. Whatever. Hey, Strider, do whatever the fuck you want. Don't listen right. to some talking head on. A YouTube show, bro. Keep keep yugging one. Even though it's a great show, it's a great show. It's a great show. A great you guys show. should watch it. Uh, you got anything else, Big Daddy? It's uh, it's good to see you. I know you didn't know what you're getting into today. I didn't. You you just you don't have a look to you. You're a smorgasbord of feelings and emotions for me right now. Since I've seen you, like Twitter's been going under and stuff. Is there anything else we need to talk about on the world landscape? This shirt in your hair, what a juxtaposition. Okay. You know, you got par- you got party here and a yeah. like, real like nerdy choir boy up top. That's how I get them. <laughs> That's how I bring them in. Let's end this show. Done. Thanks, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We are back next week. Two eps? Or I think one? I think we're back to two. Sheesh. Off season's here. Judge to the Yankees. Jake sucks. Jake sucks.